Welcome back to Philip on Facts. In today's episode, we'll be going over COVID conspiracies. Now, I don't want you to think that I do not believe it is not real. I do have people I know who got COVID and they, they're doing fine. But I want to dive into some conspiracy theories and see what we have. So let's get right into it. And I hope you enjoy this show. Let's talk about conspiracies. And what exactly are they? A conspiracy is basically coincidences with unknown science and logic reasoning from someone who doesn't really have the best scientific mind. I'm not saying that not all conspiracy theories aren't, you know, researched or put in there, but there's some that just really boggle my mind, I guess. Today, it's over COVID and the conspiracy theories around that. But before we go into the conspiracy theories, we all know how it broke down. Spread around the world, pretty much engulfed the world. Um, People ran to stores in panic and got pretty much all the canned goods, all the toilet paper, all the water, you know, toilet paper and water. I get that. And then there's some stuff that, like, shampoos and, uh, I don't know, there was, there was something that was crazy that people got that I can't really remember off the top of my head, but I know there was some stuff that was crazy. Was it paper towels? I'm not really sure. But, let's get into it. We don't really know, still. It's kind of a mystery on how it happened. Many hypotheses do exist. However, these hypotheses sorry, don't convey valuable evidence of the crisis. One of the main hypotheses are, or hypotheses are zoonotic zoonotic transmission. Basically, it's said virus moves from animal to human. An example of this would be rabies. So what scientists think that SARS-CoV-2 caused what we know as COVID-19. Another research research team suggests that the virus originated in bats, which could be practical as bats worldwide are one of the main mammals that harbor crazy amount of viruses that do not affect the bat itself. One of the recent zoonotic virus that emerged was Ebola, which was discovered in 1976. Last known outbreak recorded, I believe, was from 2014 to 2016. The World Health Organization said that the first, oh sorry, said that the fight was over in May 2021. Uh, maybe they eradicated the virus. I'm not exactly sure, but they, that, that's what they said. So another thing about COVID, some researchers said that it was a natural origin emerged outside a lab. Or the conspiracy theory, it leaked outside a lab into the population. The WHO, or World Health Organization group, called a lab leak 
extremely unlikely. Alongside with the transmitting virus, you know, from animal to human, there's a conspiracy where it was created in the lab and then leaked out. The only problem is this idea slash conspiracy was proven wrong by a non-profit medical research organization through DNA sequencing. This means that they look at the DNA code and see if the genetic uh, information was engineered or is naturally structured. And they found that it was naturally structured, so it could not have been made in the lab. Another conspiracy theory is that this COVID was planned. It was a planned pandemic. What I mean by that, it was designed to collapse the small business industries and let the bigger ones overtake and become more monopolized, I guess. Um, but within looking at statistics, I don't think it would have been practical to do so. Why I say that is 31.7 million small businesses in the U.S. This is 99% of all firms managed in the U.S. This accounts for 48.75% of the workforce. So according to Simply Insurance, it states that average income, annual income in small businesses is 46 to 47 K a year. It's about so it's like not even 50k a year for most small businesses, and yet they want to take them out because, like these, these small businesses, this 48.75% uh, of the workforce, literally creates about or generates about 50% of the US GDP. So it would be impractical if COVID was designed to demolish the workforce because that means that the corporations, the bigger companies would have to allocate 50% to the G GDP on top of their 50% they already do. And so I don't think that this was this would be a very practical, you know, practical. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Conspiracy. There we go. Practical conspiracy to really do that. Did you know? Interesting fact, though. Three. There are 305 million small businesses in the world. Statistically, from uh, simply insurance. But yeah, that that that's just crazy. That that would have been an idea, a conspiracy. That it was designed to take over the workforce, or like it was designed to cut down population. There was another one like that where, um, for example, there was a TED talk and. Uh, 2015 with uh, Bill Gates and he said something about um, population and, uh, and like resources and stuff so like if it was planned on that aspect to like basically kill off certain groups of the population so we can uh, allocate more resources and um, 
you know, academic whatever to better people, I guess. But that's not really ethical. So I don't really see the point in that either. Another conspiracy that kind of like jumps the <laughs> jumps the, the hoop or whatever is that 5G, like the new 5G technologies with the phones and data transfer faster is what created the COVID pandemic. Um, I don't know. This, this that, that conspiracy theory to me just sounds like it's straight from a freaking sci-fi um, sci-fi movie or whatever. But the theory suggests that 5G weakens the immune system. Well, that's kind of not practical because in the electromagnetic spectrum, uh, 5G sits between your remote control for your TV and your microwave. Like the frequency is right in between that. So there's no way that those are harmful for humans because we use microwaves and remotes for about 25 years now like we would have seen people being you know, like hurt to that um i can see how uh 5g frequency could relay you know that it weakens but you have to understand that within the electromagnetic spectrum there is good radiation and then there is bad radiation. The ionized radiation is what damages our DNA, like solar flares and stuff that happens in space that our electromagnetic shield cannot protect us from. But then there is non-ionized radiation that doesn't affect the human genome because it's not strong enough in the frequency to damage DNA. So. I don't, that right there definitely suggests that somebody was just pulling strings or didn't really know their uh, science. Another kind of like scary thing, I guess, is that there was talk about it being uh, World War III, a genetic warfare. Now, I'm not saying it is, but in the vaccine, this, this vaccine, what it does is it takes your RDNA and creates basically new genetic information to help you fight this virus because this virus is very deadly. So your normal immune system, well, most of the U.S. population or the world's population immune systems aren't the best to fight this virus. So what this vaccine does is it takes your genetic information and creates a new code to give that the body the ability to fight off this vaccine and um, yeah and they think it's for a genetic warfare well in my opinion if you were having genetic warfare I would think you would want to affect more people faster and you would affect them in government areas quicker because if you did that, then you can collapse a country faster and then come in and take it. But we still have our government running unless, you know, they take them over already, but I highly doubt it. It is a, it is a conspiracy, a very far-fetched one, in my opinion. 
if we did have a genetic warfare, it would have to be deadly because you know you wouldn't want you wouldn't want the other side to retaliate at all because if you had a genetic warfare, you would want to eliminate all your threats at once because of the power of genetic mutation. Um, but yeah, you know, one thing that I've uh, learned by researching this topic is how information can get very jumbled up um, between what's real and what's not. And I think there's, there's a quote um, from the UK Independence Fact Check Organization, which I didn't even know existed, but apparently it does. And the quote states, we are all prone to believing information when it is repeated, easy to process when it's aligned with our prior attitudes and world views. Or world views. I think it just says that, like, whatever you believe and whatever you're like set fast on, it's gonna be really hard to change, you know, unless you really want to change it. And it's funny, we all have our phone, we all have a tablet, and we all have this and that. With a little research, you can find a lot of information about a lot of things. But no one wants to change their belief because they want to be right. It's, it's like um, we, as a country, didn't really do a great job at maintaining the virus at the beginning like we got better as it gone as it went on but we freaked out like as a species we freaked out we ran to the stores we grabbed what we could we locked our doors we got scared we were feared fearful of a virus like yeah i, I, I get it it's frightening you know, we don't know what it does to you at, at first. You, you just know there is this thing that is going to come at you and it could possibly kill you. And that's a scary thing for, for, you know, being a human or whatever animal, whatever. It, it, the notion of dying is what gives humans probably one of those characteristics of being a human. It's because we know we could die. We don't know that other animals know they can die. There's no way of finding out. But we do. We have the notion. And like, I feel like we can learn from a couple of our mistakes as a country, you know? Um, we could set in a better pandemic program, um, have better resources located for pandemic, you know, outbreaks. There's a lot we could do to help and better this country. And during the pandemic, there was a lot of unmoral actions and things that happened, um, like the Black Lives Movement. And, you know, uh, I think that's just, that was one of the major ones, but it caused a lot of violence and damage and also caused a lot of false news to be spread and like as a country 
why would we want to take part in false information? Like, what good does that do to the population? If we believe in two, two, four, two, seven different things because we're all seeing and getting basically programmed by different sources. And it's wild because like, that's, it's a big, big, big uh, diversity, you know? You're splitting people up in groups and beliefs and sections. And once one believes they're right, they're right. And one that doesn't believe they're right, there is not right, you know? It's, um, it's like we are prone to believing information when it is repeated. Uh, back to that quote. It's what is easier to process, you know, things that are, you know, what you grew up in or things that are new and uncomfortable. And that is where I feel like the people in the population of this country, they're just, they're not very open-minded. I believe. And yes, I kind of went off the topic of COVID, but there's not really much to say about COVID. I went through my um, my spiel about conspiracies, but I feel like we could do better. As a country, we need to divert from money and power and potentially become more, you know, how do I say it? You know, help help each other win and not help one person win and take one person down. Like when the COVID outbreak broke at first, everybody was for themselves. And then as it went on, people started helping each other. I mean, I kind of saw this around because I, I traveled a little bit during COVID. Yeah, you weren't supposed to, but I did. And uh, I also worked pretty much all through COVID. Uh, I was a mover, so I was interacting with a lot of people. And for me, not once did I ever come in contact with it. At least I don't think I did. Um, but I know a lot of people who I've worked with and was around that did get COVID, which strikes me kind of weirdly. Like, why didn't I get it? But I know a lot of people who I were around got it. You know, it's it's a wild little it's a wild little thing, but I can't really explain it. But yeah. I think that's about it for the podcast over COVID conspiracies. I'm kind of just jambling on now. It's it's just me talking. But I feel like if we did care about each other more than money and power, we could do so much more in this country. We could we could probably even make a fucking uh, space civilization if we really tried, which is a possibility. But uh, yeah, 
I really appreciate you guys listening to these podcasts. Um, this one really, really took a time uh, because I didn't know that much about COVID, so I had to had to kind of look into it, um, which was fascinating and interesting because I like to learn. So it was fun for me. Um, but stay tuned for my next episode. You know, uh, I think. The next episode is going to be pretty pretty interesting. Um, I've always wanted to learn uh, the origins of uh, Santa Claus and how he came about. So I really want to dabble and get into that. So hopefully uh, you'll come and see that show whenever I post it next week. But uh, I hope you guys have a great day, evening, night. Whenever you listen to this, I'll see you guys on the next one.